Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hey, welcome to the Viewmasters. Episode 274. Dolomite is my name. Joe is my name. Oh, and Eric is mine. <laughs> Hello, Eric. Hello, Joe. How are you? I'm doing fine. <laughs> really caught me off guard there. You know, I thought I thought you would have been expecting it, to be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. It felt it felt wrong to say Dolomite is my name. My name is Joe. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how's it going? It's going fine. Oh, solid B plus. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, how are you, Lo- sir? Love to hear it. I'm doing all right. <laughs> it's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, want to just get right into this? Let's get right into it. Excellent. Uh, Dolomite is my name, starring Eddie Murphy. And uh, not Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, are you referring to the other the other actors in the movie who are not Eddie Murphy, just yeah. as <laughs> not Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, because like most Eddie Murphys, there's like, you know, 39 characters that Eddie Murphy is also playing. That's true. And this yeah. is uh, one of the, I feel, rare ones where he doesn't. Yeah, you know, I don't think I've ever seen uh, any of the uh, the movies in which he plays multiple characters. Really? Not, not even yeah. uh, Coming to America? I've never seen Coming to America. Joe, I know, I know. The, these this stretch of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I am a white kid, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, I was a I was a sheltered young man, uh, <laughs> and then uh, I just have never gotten around to it. All right. It's it's not malice. It's just uh, just I haven't gotten to it. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it. You know, there's there's a lot of things I just never got around to, and uh, some of those things, like you know, it it's almost become a point of pride that is like I've never seen that. I probably never will. Sure, uh, but uh, I would highly recommend uh, coming to America. Uh, it, it is. I, I watched it uh, just before coming to America two came out. Or coming to America, uh-huh. uh, and and uh, it held up greatly and was hilarious and a lot filthier than I remembered it being. <laughs> That's awesome. I think maybe part of my uh, my not having gotten around to it is sort of concern about how well it it may have held up uh, uh, or, or how well it may have aged right. uh, over I mean, the last you know, 30 years. There's, there's still definitely elements of it that are very late eighties, early nineties. Sure. Uh, but, but yeah, I don't think it harms anything, you know? Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
<clears throat> but uh, yeah, I mean, I sort of mentioned that because uh, this movie, Dolomite is My Name, is directed by the same guy that directed Coming to America. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, which also features uh, Wesley Snipes in a what I would consider kind of flamboyant performance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was great. <clears throat> I really enjoyed him in this movie. Uh, so when he shows up, uh, my, my you know, obviously just to myself because there's nobody else here. Sure. Uh, you could have been talking to Chaco. I could have been. Uh, but uh, I said, wow, he is just having a lot of fun. And uh, I like it stopped me. And I was like, I've said that before. <laughs> and I had to stop and remember yeah, he was in Coming to America, where I said the exact same thing. <laughs> where Wesley Snipes is just having the most fun. He's he's reached that point in his career. Yeah, you know what? I welcome it. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I feel like, did he have... Uh, I don't know if it was legal trouble. He did. Uh, or, he, I or believe he went to trouble. <laughs> yeah, so maybe, you know, now that he's out, he's just like... Yeah, I'm just going to have a good time. Yeah, uh, it's doing possible. this thing I get to do. Like I remember uh <clears throat> I just remember some of the stories of like him working on Blade. Mm-hmm. Uh especially Blade Trinity. Uh where he was just super self-serious and just kind of came off as like a, an egomaniac and you know some of it to be fair deserved sure uh but but yeah like uh i know that he he had legal problems and and uh with with tax evasion i believe uh went to prison for probably way longer than he needed to yeah probably uh and and uh yeah some of the roles i've seen him in since he just yeah he just seems like he's just having a good old time that's awesome uh, and it reminds me of like you know demolition man which i think is a fantastic movie where he is just <laughs> devouring the scenery <laughs> uh so i so i shocked you uh with having not seen coming to america mm-hmm and as I was watching this movie, I was trying to think of other Eddie Murphy movies that I have seen. Okay. And I may have seen Bowfinger. Okay. When I was younger. But the only one that I know for sure I have seen is Trading Places. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's that, I mean, it's a real good one. <laughs> it's super good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like like I I know that there are like he's got a huge catalog like all the you know Beverly Hills Cop and, sure. and all his other '80s stuff and then you know sort of the more the more family friendly '90s stuff yeah uh, and yeah I just I I I don't think that I that that I I've seen that many uh, if any of that stuff hmm. so this may be my second Eddie Murphy movie ever I don't know <laughs> second or third. Second or third, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have seen Bowfinger and in, in Trading Places. Uh, I, I've, I've seen all three Beverly Hills Cop uh, or Beverly Hills Cops. Yeah, that, that works. Uh, <laughs> uh, the first two, I would say, like the first one is great. Like, like I will definitely put it in the great category. 
Okay. Uh, second one is real good, and then the third one is avoidable. <laughs> uh, good to know. Yeah. Uh, but I just watched the third one a couple months ago, because uh, all three of them have been on HBO mm. randomly. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I've seen Bowfinger. Uh, I know I saw The Nutty Professor, uh, but I did not see The Clumps. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Coming to America, of course, I've seen. Uh, and I think, Norbit? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Meet Dave? Nope, nope. The Haunted Mansion? Uh, nope, nope. Doctors Doolittle? No. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I don't think I saw any of his, his family-friendly anythings. No, no daddy daycare. All <laughs> oh, right, forgot about daddy daycare. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a movie that I am only interested in ever seeing parts of because there's a kid in a flash costume. Well, in it. sure. <laughs> you have your priorities. I understand. I do. <laughs> first, first cinematic movie appearance of the Flash <laughs> is in daddy daycare. <laughs> yeah, go suck it, Ezra Miller. <laughs> yeah. Also, you're a bad person. Mm, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you saw The Stand, you also know that uh, they are possibly an unhinged actor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because that was real bad. <laughs> it was It was, It was. was real rough. I did not <laughs> care for it. <laughs> um, trying to think. Uh, I did see... Uh, I think there was uh, the distinguished gentleman, which is like him being a con man who gets himself elected to Congress. Hmm, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, I think I want to say Jack Lemon was in that one. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, which is kind of funny, bringing it back yeah, to Dolomite in, is my name. <laughs> he's in this one too. Jack Lemon is indeed in this movie. <laughs> And I was gonna say it was our it was our our second straight uh, Jack Lemon movie, but I forgot we watched a movie between Glenn yeah. Gary and Glenn Ross in this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> when that movie appears, you know, as a movie that uh, Rudy Ray and his uh, friends are watching at the theater, uh, when that came up, I thought, you know what? I bet that's something Joe will pick at some point. <laughs> It looks like the type of thing that I would pick, doesn't it? Uh-huh. And it looks had... like the type of thing I'd be excited to watch. <laughs> I, I had never heard of that movie before. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but it's got Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau and apparently a very young Susan Sarandon. Yeah. I think it was, it lo I looked it up as from 1974. Wow. <laughs> so I don't know if that's before Rocky Horror. But I guess singing, singing was her thing for a little while, apparently. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I've never seen Rocky Horror, so... Oh, wow. Yeah, and never will. All right. Point of pride. Honestly, you're probably fine. I think I am. It's okay. It's a musical. Yeah, that's... There you go. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're out immediately. Pretty much. Barrier to entry. You know, no, no matter how much I love Tim Curry... Not gonna do it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, the uh, sort of the midway point of this movie, maybe a little before, um, they they go see that movie, and that is 
pivotal in uh, the direction that uh, Rudy Ray Moore's life goes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so this is a, a, uh, a biopic. Uh, I'm 98% sure that's how you say that word. You know what? I've heard people say it biopic, and that sounds stupid. So yes. biopic, biopic is correct. Thank you. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Amy Nicholson. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, biopic sounds like, uh, there's, you know, it's an eye thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, it's a medical procedure that you have done. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so, uh, I, I had been wanting to see this for, for a while. I think this came out on Netflix in 2019. I think that's right. Uh, and just, uh, I don't know, never felt in the mood to watch it, never got around to watching it, and, and... Uh, like I said uh, a couple episodes ago, you know, I, I feel like I should probably be more open about, you know, films with, with you know, people of color in it and, and uh, other races in general. Sure. Because, uh, you know, there's an entire culture out there that, like, and it's not out of malice, it's just, you know... Some of it is ignorance, some of it is just, uh, you know, well, like, I don't have an interest in, you know, this certain subject matter, you know? Right, yeah. yeah. There, there there, are multiple other cultures like yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> outside of the white experience. Exactly, yeah. And, and But, like, it's never stopped me from, like, watching Asian movies. Sure. Uh, but then at the same time, when I do watch an Asian movie, like, 90% of the time it's probably a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which, you know, that just goes to show, you know, how narrow-minded I am. <laughs> you you have a niche. I do. And, well, I mean, you know, like, 60% of, like, white movies that I watch are horror movies. So, you right. know, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, you know, maybe I just don't know about things either. Yeah. Well, and also, uh, foreign horror movies are, are uh, it seems like, really good. <laughs> That At least the are. ones that I've seen. Uh, I think part of the thing that helps those, just uh, you know, continuing to go off on tangents here. Yeah, that's uh, what we do. Yeah. But I feel like when I watch a foreign horror film, uh, even even if it's British uh, or, you know, uh, another country that, you know, speaks English, uh, I don't know those actors well. Yeah. And so it allows me to uh, connect with it more uh, because, you know, I'm not just immediately thinking, you know, oh, Brad Pitt's going to be fine, you know. <laughs> uh, he's he's not going to get eaten by the shark. Right, yeah. Um, or, you know, he is, and you totally expect him to, because he's fucking Brad Pitt, and why is he in this movie, you know? Right. <laughs> <clears throat> um, a couple episodes ago, I think we were talking about German films. Yes. Uh, and I mentioned a German movie called Funny Games. Yeah. Which, which I don't care for as a movie. Uh, but they remade it a couple years after the original came out. The the same director, uh, but with Tim Roth and Naomi Watts. Okay. And again, it's not good. I don't care for this movie at all. 
Uh, but at least with the German version, I was just like, I don't know who these people are. Like, you know, at least the tension feels more real to me in that. Because sure. as far as I know, those are real people that bad things are happening to. <laughs> right. But in the English remake, you know, I was like, oh, Tim Roth is he's fine. <laughs> no one's going to hurt Naomi Watts. She's a treasure, you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that makes total sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which has nothing to do with Dolomite. No, I was, I was, I was trying to backtrack. Like, how did we get there? I have no idea. It's, it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, this this movie. Uh, I didn't know anything about Rudy Ray Moore going into this, mm-hmm. so this is entirely new stuff to me. I knew uh, I, a little bit. And I have seen Dolomite. Okay, I was going to ask you that. <laughs> uh, which, uh, at the end of this movie, they do show like actual footage from, you know, the actual movie. Yeah. Uh, and, and it is, I mean, it, the reenactments in this, you know, pretty much cover just the quality that you're expecting. Yeah, it looks amazing. <laughs> it's fantastic but it is not a good movie (laughs) Uh, but I would highly recommend it because at times it is batshit insane (laughs) I mean the the sex scene uh, while they were while they were filming it that that we see in the movie is so good yeah (laughs) so funny Um, I don't, have you seen Black Dynamite? I have seen Black Dynamite. Okay. So, so that's, was sort of my entry point into eventually watching Dolomite. Okay. Because Black Dynamite really takes a lot of inspiration from Dolomite and, you know, various other black exploitation movies, you know, of that time and era. Yeah. Uh, with, with, I think, Dolomite being, like, the number one, you know, template that it's based on. Yeah, I saw a lot of Black Dynamite in <laughs> in, in Dolomite. Yeah. Or I guess vice versa, now, now that I know to see it. Right, right. Uh, it's Yeah, I've always said this every time, like, I watch a, a classic movie that I've never seen before. I'm like, oh, now I get these jokes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My cultural literacy is improved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, yeah, Rudy Ray Moore is kind of a fascinating figure. Uh, and and uh, I don't know, you know, how much of this is true. Uh, you know, like, like, you know, Magic of Movies and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with uh, you know... Uh, dramatic license and whatnot. But, you know, if what we're presented with, you know, in this movie is, like, you know, relatively close to how his actual life was, he was fucking fascinating. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, And I can definitely see, you know, why Eddie Murphy wanted to, to make this movie. Uh, yeah, I, I saw, uh, I saw a lot of the disaster artist in this movie. Yeah. 
but like but like more interesting <laughs> definitely i think i mean of the two rudy ray moore <laughs> is is i mean <laughs> he's actually talented yeah, exactly yeah that, that's what i'm going with there is is that like his <laughs> movies may be bad uh but it's you know mostly just lack of skill that that you know creates that but yeah. like you know he was a singer and a comedian before all that and and had an actual talent for it whereas tommy was so has none discernible that we can find <laughs> <laughs> right he has a mysterious source of income. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and even like one of the, you know, when I was kind of reading up on this movie, one of the reviews for it said it's sort of like a disaster artist for like the black exploitation set. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it really is. Uh, and. I have some problems with this movie. Okay. But, like, I smiled through, like, the whole thing. <laughs> and yeah. it just made me feel really good. Yeah, I I was worried that... Uh, I, I was worried at every turn that <laughs> Rudy Ray Moore was going to crash and burn. Uh, that was an unfortunate rhyme, but I'm sticking with it. <laughs> uh but but also you know that that is reminiscent of Rudy Ray Moore. Exactly. Um, but but yeah, I you know it's it's a movie about uh, a, an exceedingly charming person uh, <laughs> being being exceedingly charming and and making his dreams come true. Yeah, uh, and it's great. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I mean, just. Everything in this movie just makes you root for him. Yeah, uh, like you just you just want to see him succeed uh, against every odds that 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 are stacked against him. Uh, and you know, uh, like there there was a guy that you know I used to work with who who made uh, movies or wanted to make movies, and he was. Okay fucking terrible you you don't know him okay uh, in, in case you're you're thinking of the person i think you're thinking of <laughs> I, 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 I you know okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not him okay uh but yeah this guy though was was just he's awful just awful no talent no ability no skill uh which is even more sad because like he kept doing it and it's like at some point you think you'd get slightly better but Never did. <laughs> but at the end of the day, guy made a movie. Sure. And, and you know, like, Rudy Ray Moore definitely has a lot of raw talent, at least that's the way it's portrayed, and, you know, at the end of the day, he made a movie, and that is an accomplishment for sure. Right, yeah. Uh, and then for it to become uniquely successful which i think is the only way you can consider that you know yeah absolutely like yeah it, it did not follow a traditional path right <laughs> uh and yeah and and all his friends are you know like 
Like, he doesn't have a falling out with anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, th- I feel like is sort of a cliche in these types of movies. Like, you know, there's the guy that's like, fuck you forever, man. And, you know, <laughs> goes off and then, you know, there's like oh, an awkward reuniting at the end, you know. But yeah. that never happens. Like, people just back him more and more. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I like about him... Uh, in in the movie, I don't know. I, I assume it's a reflection of who he was. Right. Uh, but I I like that he he recognized his limitations. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't say I'm gonna write and direct and star and and operate the camera and hold the boom mic and do everything like. Right. Like he he knows like he knew okay so I I have my thing I'm I'm funny yeah but I need someone to write and I need someone to direct and I need someone who knows how to make a movie to help make this movie and I think I think that sort of lack of ego is what makes him so magnetic oh absolutely the, yeah. as a viewer uh and, and you know just. Not only that, but his willingness to step up to the plate for his friends and for the people, you know, that that are surrounding him and supporting him. Yeah. You know, like like saying, okay, you know, you, you know, like Craig Robinson's character, you're you're the musician. You're you're gonna do the music and it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> and and then it was. <laughs> right. It was so good. <laughs> I know Craig Robinson didn't write all that himself, but he performed it so well. Yes, he did. Uh, <laughs> when he comes up, like, in his first scene and does the the, the song, uh, which is about, like, hot sauce and chicken grease. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> I mean, the soundtrack to this movie is fucking great. Yeah. Uh... And even, uh, like, the opening of the movie, which is uh, Rudy, you know, we see him, like, at a radio station trying to get his songs played on the air, and the DJ, played by Snoop Dogg, yes. uh, won't play any of his songs at all, and then we see that it's just the radio station inside the store that Rudy Ray Moore is working at. Yeah. And, like, he can't even get played there in just that localized area, <laughs> which, which I think is a real strong entry into just seeing, you know, not how low he is, because because he never comes off low. Yeah, uh, he, he just, you know, like you know, like like as a. Uh, you know, marginally creative person myself, you know, like I've, I've definitely felt lows and felt frustrated with like an inability to, you know, move past my station or anything like that. Right. Uh, and you know, sometimes that has crippled me. (laughs) Uh, but Rudy never gets there. Like, like it just always spurns him on. Like he's just going to defy everyone no matter what it takes to to reach where he feels he needs to be. Yeah. 
And, yeah, I, I think with with that in mind, when he so after he has made the movie and shopped it around to all of the studios and been rejected by all of the studios, and he sort of starts to like give up, mm-hmm. like I that that felt almost out of character to me. <laughs> Yeah. Like this is a this is a guy who recorded his own record and pressed it and sold it out of the trunk of his car. Right. Like like he's not a he's not a person who mm-hmm. in my mind gave up or like gives up. So, you know, like like that just that sort of short sequence felt like really is this what's going to happen? Is, is it, it almost it felt like uh falling into that sort of cliche right you know the the character has to be brought low before he can 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 rise up again I mean, um it, it almost felt shoehorned in yeah uh but i mean to be fair uh it is at least in 1975 much harder to spread your movie around than That's it is true. records or or a book or anything like that yeah, uh, you know it's 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 a lot more complicated than you know, like he can't sell reels of his movie out of his car. <laughs> you know, there's no videotape or anything like that. So uh, why why did he not simply upload the movie to YouTube? <laughs> why didn't why didn't he go on TikTok and make a viral video? <laughs> I didn't understand. Email the link to the movie to your friends, Rudy. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. <laughs> there, are, there are a lot more hurdles in place with the movie than there are with the record. You're absolutely right. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I get your point, though, still. And it doesn't last long. It does not last long at all. Yeah, that's that's why I almost felt like it was just like... Uh, we got to do this part of the biopic now, so let's right. just get it out of the way. Uh, and you know that that I I, I feel like uh, when when he's on tour and he calls uh, Lady Reed uh, to just sort of be sad for a minute, like yeah, I mean that's definitely you know that's the Oscar real footage, <laughs> right? Absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, you know that that's definitely you know what he submitted to you know try to become a best actor or something like that uh because and here we go with sort of my problems with some of the movie uh a lot of the performances in this movie are very cartoonish yeah uh particularly like 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 i found wesley snipes to be just just enthusiastic and charming and i have zero problems with his performance whatsoever but it's over the top. It absolutely is. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but like, and, and I also don't have any problems at all with with uh, Eddie Murphy's performance either. Like, like he, like I feel like he is doing Eddie Murphy throughout most of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just just based on you know, again, just seeing what Rudy Ray Moore was like in like the actual Dolomite movie. You know, it's it's a little divergent, but, you know, he's still doing a great job. Yeah. Uh, but my my two biggest issues came with uh, Keegan-Michael Key, who I okay. love. But he just felt like he was doing a mad TV character. 
I could absolutely see that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, like, he's, he's, like, like he's just being, I'm super serious mad TV guy. <laughs> uh, and, and I was just, it was real off-putting. Yeah, uh, I feel like he's, he's playing a very specific uh, sort of archetype. Yeah. Like, intellectual black person. Right. Uh, and then uh, Titus Burgess. Uh, yeah. He's... Just Titus Burgess, and <laughs> I love him on, you know, Kimmy Schmidt, but uh, he was just doing a toned down thing that he does. Yeah, there's not a lot of subtlety there. No, yeah. Uh, I do sort of like that, you know, like they never come out and say that he's gay or not, mm-hmm. uh, but they do imply it, I believe, at one point. Uh, but, and, and that everyone's just cool with it too. Yeah. Uh, you know, whether they say it or not. Uh, but uh, yeah, he is just kind of just reading lines. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's basically, he's, he's Rudy Ray's sidekick. Yeah. Yeah. So he does what he needs to do. Yeah. Uh, which, which also sort of brings me to another thing that I did like was there was never... A romantic side plot for Rudy yes. Raymore. Yes. Uh, which, uh, when I read, you know, the real Rudy's Wikipedia page, you know, it was highly believed that he was possibly very gay, if not, you know, bisexual. Yeah. I, I, um, I mean, obviously it's not, it's not implied or anything in the movie, but not that's sort of, but that's sort of the, the vibe that I got from the way that Eddie Murphy plays it. And mm-hmm. then just, yeah, the way the story plays out, like you could, you could very easily see a romantic relationship between him and lady Reed. Right. Uh, and, and I was actually, I was pleasantly surprised that they didn't go that route. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, just, I really liked the two of them as just like, we're best friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause that, I mean, the movie is almost coded to make you think that like, that's where it's headed. They're going to be, you know, in a relationship. Uh, but, but it doesn't like, like he just befriends this woman and inspires her. And, and she like, yeah, like you said, like becomes his best friend and and there's never anything romantic between them. And it's kind of great and refreshing. Yeah. Uh, I also, the, the scene between them towards the end, um, I think when they're when they're heading to the premiere and like she she first comes out of her house mm-hmm. and just thanks him basically for for giving her this opportunity and and allowing her to you know she says that she's never seen anyone who looks like her uh, on screen before and that that part hit me like that got me I'm kind of crying right now you just talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, that 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 part was was like the emotional climax of the movie. Like yeah. even before they get to the premiere and it's packed. Yep. Uh, she is I think she's my favorite part of this entire movie. Yeah, she's a she's a a great well not character, she's a person. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she's great. Yeah. Uh I will still say, though, my least favorites, and I, maybe it's just because he looks weird, but uh, Cody F- F- Smith or whatever the fuck his name is. 
just, uh, God, can he go away? <laughs> <laughs> was he the record label guy? No, he was the, uh, the DP on the movie. Oh, okay, gotcha. The, the young kid from UCLA. Yeah, he is, he is a weird looking guy. Mm-hmm. But I thought that worked if it fit with the sort of like band of misfits feel <laughs> to the movie crew. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's just, like, I, uh, I give it a pass. I don't know. Just give me Elijah Wood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need Elijah Wood light. <laughs> <laughs> like that kid even makes him like he, he makes Nightcrawler look weird and Nightcrawler looks weird. <laughs> You mean you mean Jake Gyllenhaal or the mutant X-Men Nightcrawler? The mutant X-Men Nightcrawler. Okay. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was Nightcrawler. Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. You know, in the last three terrible X-Men movies. I, yeah, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but man, this movie was, it was fucking delightful yeah i mean i could have i could have done with maybe uh one or two fewer montages there are quite a few montages yeah uh but otherwise yeah i really enjoyed watching this yeah i was uh you know i guess i, I was prepped for just cliche biopic and and it wasn't that and and so that made it even more pleasing yeah uh, you know, and I know it got nominated for a bunch of awards and, you know, I, I don't know how many it actually won, but, uh, you know, good for it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it makes me, it makes me want to watch more Eddie Murphy movies too. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's at least two you should watch for sure. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Beverly Hills Cop and Coming to America. All right. Yeah. And then, you know, feel free to explore on your own after that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick Dream Girls for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Object to it, I guess. All right. It's, I, they're singing, but it's, it's it's not a musical. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a fine line for me, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I'm, I'm mostly okay with that. <laughs> Did I tell you that I watched Sweeney Todd a couple weeks ago? You did mention that. Okay. I was very surprised. All right. And that I enjoyed it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Sweeney Todd's pretty great. Yeah, it was, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm s- a, still not a musical guy. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chisel away at this. Yeah, all right. Tear down that wall. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev. <laughs> no. Okay. Fair right. enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know if I have much more to say about this movie. It just. Yeah, I don't really either. It's it's a pretty straightforward story. You know yeah. the perfor- the performances aside from the couple that you mentioned are are overall pretty solid. And, yeah. And it's just a it's an entertaining movie. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Rudy Ray Moore is. A fascinating man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, anything bringing you joy this week? Uh, I know that it was my my thing last week, uh, but it's going to be my thing this week as well. I went to a real-life comic convention. How did that go, man? It was great. Yeah. I had a great time. 
Um, yeah, I, you know, I was worried, uh, just about like, they, they were requiring masks, mm -hmm. uh, and I was worried about, uh, Jack holes, <clears throat> uh, not abiding by the rules. Sure. And, and I think I saw maybe one person who, who had a mask under their nose. Mm -hmm. Uh, but other than that, uh, everybody, everybody followed the rules as far as I saw. Uh, and you know, you had to be, had to show proof of vaccination or a, a negative test to even get in the door. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you know, the safety stuff aside, it was just, it was just really fun, <laughs> really fun to be back in that environment and, and, you know, looking at stuff I'm not going to buy and <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got a sketch and I got some stuff signed, and I did a few interviews for for the beat, uh, and I bought a bunch of dollar books that I didn't need. Uh, <laughs> so it was pretty much the perfect con going experience. That sounds great. Uh, what sketch did you get? Uh, I got a uh, Adam West Batman from Dan Parent. Okay. I don't know who Dan Parent is. He's an Archie artist. He did the Archie meets Batman sixty six series. Okay. Is he always at Gem City? Yes. Yes, he is. Uh, then I do know who Dan Parent is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was really good. That's awesome. So, you know, uh, so, so, so no, uh, no Wendy Penny, you know, calling you out for not wearing a mask <laughs> or being unvaccinated or anything like that. You, you mean uh, by using a photo from multiple years ago? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing like that. No, that's good. God. <laughs> what a moron. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say that on the records. <laughs> by all means, please do. <laughs> Uh, how about you? Anything, anything making you happy this week? Uh, so, uh, I mentioned it some months ago. There's a cartoon on Netflix called Kid Cosmic. And, uh, the second season of it just dropped like last week. Nice. Uh, and, uh, been, I, I try to pace myself with shows. So like, you know, one a day, one every other day, something like that. But, but, uh, this season is fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> That's awesome, uh, and I'm I'm so happy that it's back and, and crushed that it'll probably be like you know another year or so before there's a third season. But <laughs> if there's one at all, because fuck knows. But uh, I'm loving it so far, and, and the the big bad villain of this uh, season is uh, like a combination of uh, Thanos and Ronan the Accuser. Uh, Ooh, but hilarious! All right. <laughs> interesting yeah i i mean uh i think i said you know back back in you know the day when i first recommended it if you like superheroes uh and just have like a childlike nostalgia for for those type of stories then i cannot recommend that show enough excellent I, I have both of those things <laughs> yes you do <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, I definitely watch that, and that that is definitely making me happy this past week. Nice. Have you uh, unrelated? Have you watched Why the Last Man yet? I watched the first episode uh, yesterday. All right, it, it was fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do think it picks up. Okay, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's the the first episode is basically just the first issue of the comic. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's a lot beat of setup. Beat. 
Is it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it has been years <laughs> since I read the comic. It's pretty close. It, it, <clears throat> it may not be exactly like it, but yeah. but there are definitely scenes that I remembered pretty much being straight out of the comic. And, yeah. I, and I haven't read the whole series. I've read... I think I've read the first six issues maybe two or three times. Okay. And then just never gone past there for some reason. That's kind of how I was with Sandman for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I mean, I, re- I really liked that series when it came out, uh, but I thought it ended terribly. Okay, that's uh, what I've heard. It just, But I also think that Brian K. Vaughn is maybe terrible at endings. All right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like like I started watching the show, and then uh, I was texting a friend of mine while I was watching, and I was like, none of the men are dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> what gives? <laughs> Uh, and then also just half the time I spent, what the fuck is the monkey's name? (laughs) And then, uh, I I don't think they ever actually said it in the show, but because I watch everything with, uh, subtitles, there was like, he was off screen and made a noise and it said ampersand screeches. (laughs) And I was like, ampersand, that was his name. That's awesome. (laughs) That is excellent. Hmm. Oh boy! Well, yeah. Maybe you know, watch watch the next couple episodes. Let me know what you think. All right, all right, I will do. All right. I uh, got a movie to pick. I suppose I do. All righty. Uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about uh, Asian movies, mm-hmm. and the movie that I had in mind before we started talking about that is actually an Asian movie. Oh. So, uh, so this will be a, a reading movie. I apologize in advance. I mean, I read all my movies nowadays. So. <laughs> That's true. All right, never mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is a, a Japanese movie from I think 2018. Okay. Uh, that I see uh, come up in my suggested movies on Hulu all the time, and so I figure let's just watch it. Okay. Uh, it is called Shoplifters. Shoplifters. I've never heard of it. All right. Yeah. Like, like I said, I, I, I really only know it because it uh, comes up as uh, a movie that Hulu thinks I will really like. All right. Do, do you trust Hulu? <laughs> you know, I, 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 I trust Hulu to a degree. <laughs> so let's 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 give it a try and we can see if I actually should trust Hulu. OK, I'm, I'm down. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, you know, I've. Like I said, never heard of this movie. Zero idea what it's going to be about, but uh, sometimes that can be a good thing. Yeah, yeah. All right, shoplifters. Shoplifters, yes, it is It is on Hulu for sure, because that's who keeps yelling at me about watching it. <laughs> Excellent. Then, then we will do that then. All right. We will talk about that next week then. Probably. <laughs> I'll talk to you then. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Viewmasters.